Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Hard Factor, presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Monday, August 31st, 2020. We've almost made it to September and the football starting again. Congratulations, everybody. Give yourself a round of applause. Uh, oh, yeah. But we've got some we've got some drama going on here. Uh, there was some pasting <laughs> drama right before the show started. Wes, I hear that you pasted in early into the show notes document. Beeve is yeah. not pleased. I don't think you could put a past tense in there. I would say he pastes early. I think he mm. pastes oh. early generally. Ongoing issue. Oh, it okay. is. I write faster than Pat. True. And then I just put put my stuff in. And um, he can't figure out the system. So just, it just brute force attack. I can't uh, figure out sheet, the system. Huh? No, the system's yeah. been a certain way forever. You just, when you finish, you just paste in there. You're like, I get, maybe I'll land third. I don't know. I'm trying to motivate. I'm trying to motivate you to finish faster by pasting in. No, you're just, you pick, you're just picking your spot <laughs> without without. You can see that someone's done. Then you might want Bojangle so much. Well, he, B's got to get his hair right for the show. I have yeah. attention um, deficit disorder, and it is bad. And it just takes me a long time to write. <laughs> and I'm sorry. But you, you must hate the research that goes into this. <laughs> but don't just don't just paste in there willy nilly, because then you're gonna end up moving it around. We don't know the order, sure. and you, Wes is just there. I, Wes is here. I just do it for I do it for safety. I like I can it. Always, Wes I is s- like move around me. <laughs> yeah, Wes much. finishes just so me. fast. <laughs> yeah, Wes finishes so fast. He makes you feel bad about yourself. So then you so then it gives you a good goal. You're like then he should text shit. me directly and He's be like, I'm done. Finished. That would make me feel bad. Yeah, I will yeah. from now on. Yeah, yeah, you just, yeah, you just. Do you really want yourself. that? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I'm That's just terrible. saying that would be more effective. Again, I'm coaching Wes and how how to you know do things with the show better. It would be you're like yeah, just text me. Don't actually oh, text me because it'll make me feel bad. Efficiency improvement. It'll make me feel bad because mm. I'm not efficient. I agree. I know that you but. just got Wes has like carte blanche to text you anytime you're being slow now. Dick pics, yeah. anything he wants. Yeah. So think you about no, that. All right. Well, Mark's up first. Order. Mark's Am I? I couldn't tell with the pasting, but I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. On Friday, the 57th anniversary of the March on Washington, the original one with Martin Luther King Jr., I had a dream, right? Uh, what yep. took place. Uh, that was on the National Mall, and it was honored with another March on Friday uh, on the on the National Mall. So it was kind of like a, you know, a throwback, and it was, came at a very apt time, right? The event, which was called Commitment March, Get Your, Knees, uh, Get Your Knee Off Our Necks, or the March on Washington 2020, focused on ways to end police violence against African-Americans and was organized by Reverend Al Sharpton and his National Action Network uh, with some help with Martin Luther King III. 
So you guys saw yeah. that, right? You're aware of that. It's on Friday. I watched, sh- I watched yeah. C-SPAN all day on that one. And yeah. uh, I thought that the Blakes, the sister and father of Jacob Blake, Blake gave good speeches. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember you were texting us. You watched yeah. a lot of it. Um, C-SPAN all day. C-SPAN you're a, you're is You're a C-SPAN shit. guy. Never going to watch. I tried you here. I tried to watch. Look, I went from CNN to MSNBC to Fox to C-SPAN. You, you, C-SPAN is the only one that's worth a shit. Well, you, go to, not you go biased, to the other right? ones. C-SPAN is just, like, just, just like the fact. C-SPAN well, all it is, is you're getting they just set the a camera of the anchor. Right. <laughs> it's, a feed. It's, just, it's, it's just a feed. So like they yeah. can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, no, it's no like narration of like. <laughs> I want only yeah. C-SPANs for my It's news. like CCTV, want... honestly, a lot of times. Yeah, right. Right. It's amazing. Will hates production value. Uh, the event featured. No, I hate the fucking anchor telling. <laughs> yeah. Like the anchors. Right. The, the story Opinions. is what the anchor feels about it. It's not the actual story. It's like you you could watch the actual story yourself on C-SPAN or you could watch the other cable news networks to watch what the anchor wants you to think about but what's on C-SPAN. Wouldn't C-SPAN be better with like a hype man? No opinions. Just like a hype man or woman. No, like I mean the hype man like, is coming up, coming up, coming up. Is the or, or, or just March like, on DC. oh, shit. Check it out. Check it out. But that's like, what I'm no, saying. Yeah, just no, no opinions. That's just, what the call just, is. No, no, no. You wait for after the event's over. Then they bring in the live callers. That's the hype. Uh, the C-SPAN hype. Cool. Live, the callers live callers sounds cool. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, the event featured dozens of speakers, including members of the Blake family, like Will mentioned, and the Floyd family, as well as Trayvon Martin and uh, Breonna Taylor's mothers, Martin Luther King III and Al Sharpton, were a few of the speakers. Uh, the overarching theme from most speakers seemed to call for policy change coming from Congress which is kind of what we've been shouting about on this podcast, not only for this issue, but for the stimulus bill. Yeah. Um, speakers referred back to the original March on Washington, 1963, which I mentioned had Martin Luther King's juniors. I had a dream speech. It also had, um, what else was there? Um, who was Forrest Gump's book? Who's the, Forrest Gump's book. Who, who's, who's the, the guy who just passed away? The civil rights. Oh, John, John Lewis. Lewis. Like, John Lewis was 25. He was a keynote speaker. He was the last survivor of the original march. Unfortunately, he passed away right before this march, but that was a, right. that was a big, big thing. And I think um, they recreate the march because it's from Lincoln Memorial to the MLK. Yes. Or, yeah, right, to the M- yes, new the, MLK. They did. Um, and what they what they kept mentioning when they were, were bringing up John Lewis and, and the Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream speech is that, hey, we were pretty effective in 1963 because in 1965 they passed the Civil Rights Act. So let's do that again. Specifically, they're asking for Congress to pass the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act of 2020, uh, which overhauls qualified immunity for law enforcement, pro- prohibits no knock warrants in federal drug cases, bans chokeholds at the federal level, uh, and establishes a national registry of police misconduct, to name a few things. Um, and while it seems like mostly positive feedback was given, the tone of the uh, to the um, by by everyone that attended and, and and you know covered it, the tone of the event didn't sit well with some of the younger grassroots movement attendees that seemed to want more radical change and more quickly than maybe a year from now or whenever they you passed. You know this why bill. I, I think uh, mm-hmm. uh, because that? even though that was the point I think of originally of the march was to ask for the policing right. act. Actually, everybody was asking for the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which was just recently introduced. So it was very odd how they weren't actually like it was the knee off our neck rally, but then they weren't right. talking about the policing act. So it was strange. I mean, I, it felt like some politics yeah, were at play it, there. Well, it was organized by Sharpton all the way back like to June 4th. And Sharpton's been championing this George Floyd um, bill. So like it was kind of right. But in the speeches, yeah. they don't mention it. So it's it was it, it was just an interesting uh, they did. A, they did a little bit. They did a little bit they, that like the, the policing act of 2020. They did a little bit. But that's what that's what they want. It seems to be the focused gra- more the on the Voting Rights Act. To me. Right. The grassroots yeah. people don't even care 
I mean, they want that to happen, but they want change like now they're like, so like the younger people are like, this isn't, you know, nothing's enough. Yeah. It has to be, it has to be radical. Well, like it's gotta be person- frustrating yeah. when you feel like the, all of this change is only promised basically if there's an executive change, it seems like. Right. You know, well, because you're talking about the, spokesper- that would be the quickest way to do it. Is what you mean. A spokesperson for Congress was asked about how the event, um, how the event went, if they could comment on it. And then um, that person just started juggling. Um, and then, and then that person said, uh, what's Congress's official statement? You ask on the 2020 March on DC. That's a great question. Let me answer your question with a question. Which cup is the ball in one, two or three? Um, cause right. Congress, that's a joke about Congress not doing fucking shit. Uh, and speaking of radical, uh, also in DC, some protesters assembled an actual functioning guillotine outside $200 billion man, Jeff Bezos, DC home. So thanks, thanks for, what was thanks the for point shipping of us whatever we want in one day. Um, please come out here, stick your bald head through a guillotine. We'd like to decapitate what you. Were on the of DC. What were they protesting, What were they protesting? It's not a good look. I have no idea. I think it's because he's so rich. I think he's it's rich. fair he wages. Capitalism. Became, That's a capitalism became, protest. He became sure. the first $200 billion man. So they, they, that was, they yeah. built a guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> Occupy Bezos's sidewalk well and will might know better know this better than i but i think they were probably trying to do something related to the french revolution right which was a revolution based on welcome wealth income right they're they're giving uh they're giving the illusion that they're leading the next french revolution which i mean bezos would be priority number one the method of the french revolution like the they were decapitated they were just killing people in the streets so that's what they're trying to say okay yeah cool yeah, well, if yeah. they worked as hard building that guillotine as they did at their jobs, this Pat, you know, I'm starting. I'm starting to, I'm, <laughs> let me let me ask you a question, Pat. Are you okay with the guillotine outside of Bezos's house? Because I don't know. Like I don't are. have an opinion on it. You just said I was just trying to give some context for what they were doing. That's all. Oh no, it's fucked they're up being for fucking sure. idiots. Is yeah, what it's crazy. Doing. Yeah, you it's just can't up. drop people. Put a guillotine outside Bezos's house and explain what their motivation and not explain what their motivation was. That's I don't what know saying. what the fucking lunatics' motivations are for assembling a guillotine. <laughs> and then I call well, why, did, well, why did they? Why did they send somebody the kidnap letter with all the well, that's letters? Why, yeah, what are you talking about? Magazine. <laughs> are you? You're, 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 you're you're playing devil's advocate for people assembling a guillotine no, outside someone's home. There's one person on the show off, who, next story. who has more information about French history than the other three, and that's Will. So I was saying, Will, is this? Is this what they were trying to do? Probably. Oh, we we yeah we yeah yeah. Thanks for clarifying. I'm sure, I'm sure that was right right on the tip front of their lobes. Here's another French yeah. Revolution. Here's another, uh, it was, yeah. yeah, it was it was tenth French Revolution. Uh, fucking nuts. <laughs> it was no. Beeb's right. Here's another French word. It was an homage. Yeah, it was no there you, go. you can't just say that people built a guillotine on Tabez's house next story. But you need to give some I context. I certainly can, because that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's some Antifa hijinks. All right. mm-hmm. Guys, the world lost a very fine actor on Friday. Uh, <laughs> Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman died after a long battle with colon cancer on Friday, August 28th. He was 43 years old. Uh, Boseman mm. found his path as an actor later in life with his breakout role depicting Jackie Robinson in the 2013 film 42. And he went on to portray James Brown in the biopic Get On Up, uh, Thurgood Marshall in the film Marshall, uh, and his most well-known role is T'Challa in the uh, Black Panther uh, film, and then subsequently the Avengers, two Avengers films that came afterwards uh, in the Marvel Universe. Um, it's pretty pretty cool guy, really impactful actor. Uh, you know, Black Panther was one of the largest or highest grossing films of all time, $1.3 billion. Uh, you know, and he was kind of a voice for African Americans who felt like they weren't being represented in in our in our culture uh, on screen and elsewhere. And um, yeah, he's he's a hero in that respect. Uh, he graduated from Howard University, studied at the British Academy of uh, Drama at Oxford in 1998. That was um, pretty cool. So when he was at 
Howard studying um, acting. He, him and his classmates got invited to come over to Oxford and they couldn't afford it. And um, his professor at the time was a well-known Broadway actress who called up an old friend in Denzel, Washington, and he paid for the whole class to go to uh, oh, that's cool. to Oxford to study at uh, yeah British Academy of Dramatic Arts, which is really important. Um, he was diagnosed with colon cancer four years ago uh, when it was stage three. It eventually progressed to stage four. Uh, this is a battle he did not publicly disclose, kept it totally private, uh, but he endured it through the production of Black Panther and his appearances in the Avenger films and everything he did subsequently. <laughs> so he was he was suffering from that, going through Man. chemo, and and uh, it ended up. You know, take, taking his life, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, he, it's so sad. 43. Yeah. he could, Yeah, You know, he found fame later in his life at 35. Uh, you know, so he had a long career ahead of him. Uh, yeah, he was. I was looking at his whole history. I, I, I was like, did I miss anything? No, nope. I've pretty much seen all, everything he did, uh, including the Law and Orders, because he, he became super famous in the past, like, six, seven, eight years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jackie Robinson, maybe the breakout. Yeah, that was his breakout. Um, yeah, he, he got to acting late, um, but he was a really important actor, undoubtedly, really great actor. People said he had the confidence of, like, Clint Eastwood or Gene Hackman. They, they kind of referenced those actors as uh, sim- mm-hmm. similar types uh, in terms of their seriousness and their skill. Uh, he did a, a performance in an adaptation of August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, on, it'll come out on Netflix uh, sooner than later. And uh, guys, many spoke out about Bozeman over the weekend, including President Obama, who said uh, you could tell right away that he was blessed to be young, gifted and black, to use that power to give them heroes to look up to, to do it all well in pain. What a use of his years. Uh, and real quick PSA, guys. Colon cancer is the third deadliest cancer among men and women in the United States after lung and prostate. And uh, younger people are getting it uh, just all the time. It used to be like the average yeah. age was 72 in 1989. Go see your doctor. In the early oh, 2000s, yeah. it was 66. Especially if you have a history in the family. A lot of people yeah. think obesity is causing it. So, yeah, uh, colon cancer is serious. Uh, well, not for Bozeman. Bozeman was a good-looking, handsome, in-shape man. There you uh, go. And he was yeah. what, 38, 39 when I hit him. And, and it's crazy to me. Like, not everything you said about him is so true. Um very inspirational man. Like watching the videos over the weekend were, was very sad because um, he just seemed like an awesome guy. And he didn't even like he spoke to kids with cancer and he didn't let like he didn't reveal that he had cancer. He kept that all in. It was mm-hmm. pretty wild. Uh, yeah. So it's tough shit, man. Um, yeah. And good point, Mark. You know, they said about him when he was doing Get On Up, like a lot of people thought it was the wrong casting because, um, you know, it was a part of James Brown's life when he was like, you know, fat and suffering from drugs. And they were saying that the clothes just hung off him because he was so ripped and in such great <laughs> shape. But it goes to show you, man, you know, obesity is a major factor, but you got to get screened for that stuff. And uh, sad to have lost him. Go watch Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, was, yeah. Black Panther was, was a, awesome. That was a bummer, man. Big time bummer hit this weekend from that. Yeah. I remember Black Panther was one of those movies that like my, my son's mom told him that he wasn't allowed to see and that I was like, all right, I'm going to let yeah. you watch this. I'm going to let you watch this. But you can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Black Panther's awesome. Chadwick Boseman, amazing actor. RIP. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big loss for everybody. All right. Uh, let's move it on to a happier story. Uh, the more act, the M O R E, uh, is being going to be voted on in September sometime. And it's going to, re- if passed, remove. Sounds cannabis. good. Yeah, it's good. Better than less act, right? Yeah, it's yeah, so hey! good. You guys are going to be like more excited to hear yeah. what it's about, right? It's it, it's about removing cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act. All right, oh, it would also oh, erase huge. cannabis criminal criminal records. Some of them. Ooh, uh, yeah. 
The vote would come in September, like I was saying, uh, according to an email that Jim Clyburn uh, sent to members on Friday. Uh, and we should get a better idea of how the House is going to vote on it on September 3rd. That's when he's asked that people say whether they will support it or not. Remember, it, it is not on the Democratic platform. So, so I know it's I know it's more <laughs> pun intended important yeah. that the people that ha- are nonviolent uh, get out of prison that were like just you know dealing dealing some little bit of marijuana here and there, but mm-hmm. um, also pretty important if they move it from class whatever to class whatever. Can I buy it? No, in Texas. Not in Texas. Uh, so you guys would every state would have Fuck. to then vote to legalize it individually themselves, but it would remove it uh, from the uh, you know from the the scheduled drugs or. So basically the states where it was legal, everything is all good already. Yes. And then the states where it's illegal now, they'd have to make a decision. Are they going to start selling it if this thing were to pass? Um, And then would they also, I guess, if it was still illegal in that state, I guess the expungements wouldn't come either. So, um, yeah, but probably much easier to pass if it's like. Right. Yeah. yeah. It it makes it legal like a choice thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so well, neither so- Chamber of Congress has ever voted on removing marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act. So regardless of what happens, the fact that it will be voted on, it appears, is a, is a historic movement for cannabis legalization. Well, um, dude, so, Will, do the, do the states also have to vote on if they're going to let those people out of, out of prison, too? Or is that is – right. I'm not sure. I'm not well, sure. So exactly. federal, I, I can answer that. Right. There's federal, federal prisons, charges and then there's right. state prisons. Yeah. So it, it, I would imagine it would handle the federal – or if they were charged right, on federal would, crimes, which some might, which mm-hmm. yeah, are there federal marijuana crimes? I guess maybe like distributing big ones. over state lines or whatever. Yeah, big ones. But yeah, and I we think- here at Hard Factor are going to come after every congressperson that doesn't vote for this personally. Well, we'll see. Yeah, right. We'll see. <laughs> right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so according to uh, Randall Meyer, who's a cannabis advocate, he says a, a floor vote on the bill would be the greatest federal cannabis reform accomplishment in over fifty years. So it's big news for the cannabis industry. Um, and uh, like I was saying, it's not going to remo- automatically uh, legalize it at the state level. Agencies uh, at the state level still need to create their own rules uh, for if they want to have it, if not, whatever, once the federal ban is removed, if it were to, to be removed. The bill is number uh, 3884, and it was in- introduced by Nadler last fall, and it passed the House House Judiciary Committee by a vote of 24 to 10 in November with Republicans uh, Matt Gates and Tom McClintock, uh, the only Republicans in committee to vote for the bill. So now they just need to convince Cocaine Mitch to get on board uh, if they really want this bill to be taken seriously. They have to pass it in the House and then also pass it through the Senate. Taking it to the Internet, let's see what the last thing Leader McConnell said about weed. And he said, House Democrats had a blank slate to propose any vision for the recovery. This is regarding the stimulus bill. He said, this draft is all they have done for two months. And they <laughs> came up with this tax hikes on small businesses, tax cuts for blue state millionaires and taxpayer funded diversity detectives for the pot industry. So uh, <laughs> the rest he, of that he didn't was, say <laughs> now let me sit on my hands for two months and not <laughs> answer that bill with a, uh, with a, he, I he, think we should have less taxes on chewing tobacco. Yeah, he he does have his own version, I believe. He didn't imply he's against cannabis legalization in general, uh, just that he doesn't want to fund their diversity studies for the industry. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Realistically, pretty doubtful. It slips all the way through. But, you know, obviously, 
uh, everybody on this show would probably be pretty pumped <laughs> if it did. Um, now, if you'll excuse me, it's time for supper. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just scotch. <laughs> right. <laughs> scotch and gravy. Uh, and that uh, cannabis legislation update was brought to you by one of the finest cannabis companies in existence. We're not talking THC here. We're talking non-psychoactive, uh, stress-relieving caliper CBD. And what's great about CBD is that it helps you feel better without making any drastic changes to your routine. For example, you just take a drink you like, crack open a packet of caliper CBD, pour it in, and chug. I've got an example up on Twitter using the popular alcoholic beverage, the Yandex. Uh, you can put it into any uh, beverage that you think is delicious, and caliper just dissolves in seconds, instantly chilling out whatever drink uh, that you put it into, or food, whatever. No weird taste at all, no oily residue or mouthfeel, precisely 20 milligrams of CBD in each packet of Caliper CBD. Never question how much you're getting again. It's clinically proven to absorb 450% more with Caliper powder than compared to tinctures. So not only better absorption, but better taste. I mean, there's no reason to take a tincture ever again. Absolutely not. So youtube.com oh, slash hard factor news. This is what the box looks like. It's really, really well packaged. And right now, Get 20% off your first order when you use promo code FACTOR at trycaliper.com slash FACTOR. You can try Caliper CBD risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, they'll give you a full rate refund that you won't need. That's trycaliper.com slash FACTOR. Don't forget promo code FACTOR for 20% off your first order. I ordered my third box of lockdown yesterday. Mm. We got it. We got Some, Someone asked us if we'd ever poured Caliper just directly into our mouths. No. I have. I have. Yes. Okay. Delicious. Okay. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> but Will has a notoriously wet mouth. So if you have a dry mouth, yeah. maybe <laughs> have a cup of water on standby. That's like the saltine. That's the saltine challenge. Yeah, right. you might need to wash it down a little bit. But yeah. I mean, for the most part, it absorbs so. I mean, you saw 450% more effective. It absorbs so be, efficiently. You're going to be I mean, so relaxed when you're choking to death when you just pour it straight no, in it's, your mouth. No, you, don't, yeah. you can't even feel it. It's I know, just I'm like joking. A, I'm joking. I mean, it's, it's like somebody. You dosed you with the chillest acid of all time. Except it does hit instantly. Yeah. It does. And it's so pretty quick. So goddamn relaxing. Um, all right, guys, let's check in on the uh, literal dumpster fire that is Portland, Oregon. Uh, now, as protests slash riots have gone on for over 90 consecutive nights following the killing of George Floyd. And on Saturday, those protests turned deadly with a man being shot in the chest and killed during clashes between uh, Antifa and pro-Trump supporters. Um not the, good, uh, huh? The, yeah, not good over there. Look, I don't want to make any wild claims or, you know, that, that our sponsor gets mad at our camp back up. But if everyone there had caliper every day, I feel like it would be a little bit different. Oh, yeah. the world uh, would be a chiller place. People should yeah. get on that caliper for yeah. sure. Yeah, they've got stronger, more. Uh, you know, yeah, some of these people might need something, yeah. something a little bit more than that. Like, uh, yeah. you know. Getting yeah, the I'm, fucking I'm not streets making... in order in general. So <laughs> not saying yes. it would be perfect. Right, right. Um <laughs> So uh, uh, the man who was reported to have been part of a right wing group traveled with a large group to Portland uh, for a pro Trump rally downtown, right? Smack dab downtown. A good idea, huh? Good. Spot and there were uh, <laughs> there were reports of paintballs being fired from the beds of pickup trucks, bricks being thrown at the right wingers. Just an all around clash. Just a good old classic clash 
Um, there have also been reports that the man uh, fired mace at an opposing protester, and that's when the shots happened. The video, you can see it online, is kind of unclear um, of what exactly happened. But the man was wearing a hat with a, a Patriot prayer on it, and he was a member of that group that has been involved in these clashes in the past. Um, so recent weeks, the pro-Trump supporters' presence has been much heavier in Portland. About two weeks ago, um, some gunshots were fired from one of their vehicles. No injuries were reported during that incident, but, it, you know, when that kind of shit starts happening, it's just a matter of time before, you know, something so like this So it's just an all-out, like, street war at this point. We're it's getting places yeah, I mean, where it's, it's really bad. It's like two, they're, like, showing up, like, gangs, like, both, like, pounding the, the, the wood in their fists, like an old, like, movie, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's like the Warriors or the uh, West Side Story, right? Or whatever. Sharks it's just and like the Jets, ridiculous. or it's like the yeah. Sega game Streets right. of Rage. Yeah, mm-hmm. Streets of Rage, exactly like Streets of Rage. Yeah. Right. Um, so no suspect has been identified at the time of this recording, and both sides are blaming each other uh, for the no, violence shit. that is like, happening no, no, across no, no, the no, no, nation. No, no, no. well, uh, well, I saw hmm? on Reddit. Maybe it's not true. I saw that um, there was like a. 48 40 year old white guy like 48 year old professional uh i don't know I, it's not i, I didn't the suspect it. yeah i saw it. he was like oh. um a white guy with a neck tattoo uh that maybe is professional um was it like extreme sport guy that was like working security for black lives matter but like on his own oh, really he, i don't know maybe that we'd maybe have that to check w- that out but i I, yeah. I heard that and i also heard i didn't the, see in the article i also heard that like the the antifa side cheered when they announced that it was someone from yeah, that there was, yeah, yeah there was yeah. like yeah there was yeah. something like that yeah so um just um, bad stuff all around right Horrible. so president just yeah, yeah bad same as last week just different city same shit different day in america mm-hmm. every fucking city it seems like it's where there's bad protests and riots going on like this shit's happening yeah, and uh, so Mayor Wheeler and, and Trump, of course, have been going at it. Uh, Trump went to took to Twitter, said, quote, the big backlash going on in Portland cannot be unexpected after 95 days of watching an incompetent mayor admit that he has no idea what he's doing. The people of Portland won't put up uh, with no safety any longer. The mayor is a fool bringing in the National Guard. Um, and Mayor Wheeler is adamant that Trump stay out with a letter he sent to the president saying in closing um, the le- in the letter, quote, when you sent the feds to Portland last month, you made our situation far worse. Your offer to repeat that disaster is a cynical attempt to stoke fear and distract us from the real work of our city. Um, in, in Portland, we are focused on coming together as a community to solve the serious challenges we face due to systemic racism, a global pandemic and an economic recession. Stay away, please. Well, what's the um, plan? Did the mayor give a plan to stop people from? Threatening to back up trucks of explosives and then other people oh. from shooting those people in well, the, the street with nobody <laughs> like doing anything about it. Do they well, have the a mayor's no, the mayor's a little busy and, and he might be losing some sleep because meanwhile, outside the mayor's residence, Antifa had quite a shitty concert, if you want to call it that, with uh, characters <laughs> dancing and playing shitty music that looked like they were drawn by an artist asked to draw a Republican's worst nightmare. People likely on <laughs> bath salts. Uh, they were rolling around in the street, headbanging, colored hair, just the works. Um, the loud, obnoxious noise was coupled with bright lights being flashed into the mayor's condo. Um, I mean, imagine just trying to sleep through that shit, you know, like it's it's uh, it's like, hey, honey, are they still outside? Yeah, don't worry. They go to sleep around time. Uh, normal people will start their work day, though, so it'll be, it'll be over soon. So yeah. you just um, got to get on their schedule. <laughs> you got to get a Yeah, they, they go to bed around 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. Portland, what like what what's going on with that city? Is it you just you can't walk outside your house like it's, it's otherwise bad. you have know. to. Like, oh, of course you can walk outside your house. Side you're going to you're fine. What side you're going to be on in the, in, the, in the street. war. This is part of the city. That's not OK. And the fact that the, yeah. the fact that the mayor is having 
uh, a concert outside his house and either doesn't have the police power to deal with it or, or doesn't want to call the cops on it. Yeah, because didn't they defund there? Like, because at, at a certain point, if someone's keeping you up and, you know, you're, you're not sleeping, therefore you can't mayor the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the cops should back you up there and, you know, get those. People yeah, but what out. if you got rid of them? Uh, well, right. I don't think he got rid of them. What if they don't like you? My question is, did they, yeah, send, they, did they send in the National Guard? Because uh, it's not a federal thing. Like, you could do that with the state. The state can ask to send in the National Guard. Did they do that? Do we know? Uh, I mean, there's... <laughs> I don't... The, the police presence doesn't seem to be doesn't very strong. doesn't sound to be much of a plan <laughs> in any direction yeah. at all going on right. over there. Right. All right. I mean, they're, they're, it's fires. It's, it's you know, everywhere. I mean... It's been I mean, going on for 90 plus days. It's, yeah. It's... Hopefully everyone stays safe. It's, yeah, it's, it's yep. not great. Not great. Yep. Um, hey guys, in Massachusetts, a 64-year-old mother, Cheryl Lavoy, and her 42-year-old son Tony L. Lavoy, uh, face up to 20 years in prison for committing a crime together. And I gotta say, hmm. uh, you know, you re- you really gotta love a good mother-son crime team, right? Yeah, Goonies. Mm-hmm. Come on, Goonies yeah, is awesome. Exactly. The Fratellis, and like yeah. um. Yeah, what else? There was another one. The Appleseed Gang, I think. You know, it was always mobs things. covering for their 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 sons who are like you know into crime. You know, like they're like lying. To Griselda the or something like the, that. The chick from Cocaine Cowboys too. I'm sure you heard it's her just, son was just, involved. It's always a it's always a slam dunk. Um, well, not in this case, as the crime was incest. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Wait, let's shut you guys up. Uh, Pat, you got any others? Because I'm talking about Tony's wife allegedly walked in on her husband and mother having sex uh, oh. and, and first threw up and then called the cops. I don't know if oh. that was a crime guy or not. God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Pretty, pretty, oh. pretty bad. You put a picture. Yeah, put a picture of him in. Maybe throw oh, yeah. him oh, no. up on YouTube. There's, he looks uh, so happy and content. I'm all yeah. about this revisiting their fucking past. life. But there's some places oh, you just you never 64. go back to, you know. You just never go back there. Yeah, yeah. Send me God. home. Uh, when the police arrived, back Cheryl to where it and all Tony started. Cheryl <laughs> and, and Tony Lavoie, and then not, and then back again, and then not, and then back again. Okay, all right. That's disgusting. <sighs> um, when the police arrived, Cheryl and Tony Lavoie confessed to having sexual relations with each other in their home on Clarendon Street. Um, to what had to be some pretty disappointed and judgmental police officers. Uh, yeah, the, probably... whole, the whole neighborhood hopefully showed up to like shame them over this. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to this write is... that down in the notepad. You're going to remember the details. <laughs> yes. They're like, can't we go to some riots? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, Tony told the cops, it just happened. And I swear it's the first time I had sex with mom. Oh, oh right. Um, yeah, oh, yeah no! first time. First time, right? <laughs> Cheryl allegedly also admitted to the officer separately that she had consensual sexual re- relations with her son and swore it was the first time she fucked her son. Um, mm-hmm. oh How long has she been living with her son at this point? I don't know. I don't know if they're living all 42 together. years. He, no, I think or? he was with his wife and she uh, he Tony lived with his wife. And then and the mom would just mom didn't live with him. At work. She just came oh. over. OK, uh, I think she came Whoa. over when, they were, when she was at work. Um, Do you wear a condom 43... in that situation? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it matter? Uh, Tony's asking for treatment for for his sex and his. You mom could probably suck I don't know tit. What, like I don't know what kind of treatment like they're going to get. Your hands. Why, yeah, what kind? What kind of treatment? It's his first time. It was know. honest mistake. He doesn't need know. it, right? He doesn't I don't know what treatment. kind of treatment he needs. Like a lobotomy. He just <laughs> throw him off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, throw him, I don't know what he wants, but uh, he wants he some needs sort his of treatment. treatment. For the definitely not the decades yeah. he's been cut sleeping his, with his mom, right? Cut yeah. his dick and balls off, I guess. Yeah. Cheryl allegedly told cops the sex happened after 
She and her son had become closer over the last few months and had recently started kissing. And if anyone knows Cheryl, once she starts kissing, oh, it's hard God. for her to slow things down. I hate this she so runs much. Hot. I hate it. Oh, I hate gross. it. Look, look at the picture of these two. <laughs> what baseball players does she have uh, on her shirt there? It looks like uh, maybe Jeter. Is that Jeter? Who is that? Oh, uh, gross. That's, it's, gross. I can't see. I can't tell. They have the same angle. glasses. Oh, oh gross. Something tells me Tony's been unfaithful to his wife before outside of banging his own mother, though. Oh, yeah. The smirk on Tony's face tells me (laughs) that he's been doing this for a while. Tony will dip it in anywhere, including his 64-year-old mother. If you're Tony's wife, Anywhere that'll have Tony You wish, Yeah. You wish it was prostitutes every day for their entire marriage. That You'd you'd prefer that to this when Tony's telling you he's got something to tell you. It probably started when we started kissing a couple weeks ago. Oh, gross. It started 34 (laughs) years ago. When I yeah, when I it. liked what I saw, disgusting. <laughs> Started losing my mind, sir, and uh, it just happened. <laughs> shoot me! He just asked to get me shot. <laughs> just shoot me! That's what he should have done. I mean, imagine yeah. like this guy now forever. Everybody knows he's been banging his mom forever. No, I imagine <laughs> he's gonna get some looks at the grocery store, the local the local stores. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's like mom's covering their daughter's eyes when he oh. walks past them. <laughs> Don't look at him. Don't look at oh. us, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you, mother, you literal motherfucker. Oh, uh, All right, guys. The world's most expensive sheep was sold for a record $490,000 at auction in Scotland wow. this week. Whoa. His name? Tony would, Tony would fuck that sheep. Oh, yeah. Well, he'd have a hard time because this sheep do not fuck around. His name is Double Diamond, and he looks like he could fuck you up. Oh. Get it? Uh, yeah. You like oh you ah, ah. you yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a Texel like sheep boys. There wasn't much info on why he was so expensive, but my guess after looking at his picture is is his balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> if you so scroll down, you can take balls. a look. Yeah, uh, this guy has a set on him. He's Round like, and smooth. He's just like ten percent of his body mass is his balls. <laughs> yeah, easily. <laughs> How does he stand up? Man, he is strong. He's got a strong core. A lot of, a lot of pride. Man, <laughs> look at those sad. things. <laughs> you could probably he could he could make a thousand more sheep's with those things. He could concuss someone. They look like things. oversized pears just hanging off the tree. Is what they look like. Yeah. Uh, guys, a bidding war drove up the price until an agreement was reached that the sheep would be shared by three farms. So he's going to have a lot of sheep to bang. Uh, quote, it's just like every other business, horse racing or the cattle business. Jeff Aiken, one of the winning bidders, told The Guardian, every once in a while, something extra special comes along. And yes, yesterday, an extra special Texel showed up. Everyone wanted a piece of it. Um, the Texel ship, sheep guys originated in Holland and then are a butcher's favorite. Uh, but this guy won't mm. be butchered. He'll be uh, just shooting his uh, seed. He'll be, he'll be doing the butcher. Yeah, they're going to call him the butcher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, anyway, guys, it's traditional for livestock to be sold uh, in uh, guineas at auction. I don't know what that means. Uh, in the United Kingdom, one guinea translates to about a dollar forty American. Uh, but this guy, obviously, maybe maybe it's his weight. But wow. yeah, he obviously a nice home. The, the price for the price of a nice home, you could have the sheep with the biggest testicles recorded in, in the nicest in nuts. Yeah, any sheep you've ever seen. So that's that. I mean, we got to get into the sheep it's, farming. It's you know? cool looking. Sheep I mean, you can't you can't keep your eyes off his testes though. Like, no, you can't. Imagine you right if there. you just have to breed a sheep with that big of nuts, and you get ninety grand for him. I mean, that's pretty good. Four hundred and ninety grand. Four hundred. Oh, four hundred ninety. Sorry, half a mil. These balls are worth. 
Wow. Yeah. We're yeah, we're in the wrong business. Uh, all right. Let's move it over to the Trump date. It's like a lightning round, uh, except for Trump. So instead of lightning sound effects, I'm just going to say like tremendous or other adjectives between the rounds. Okay. Huge. First up, Trump went to Lake Charles over the weekend, and uh, now he's headed to Kenosha, Wisconsin on Tuesday. In Lake Charles, Trump surveyed the scene to confirm the town did indeed get jacked up by Hurricane Laura. And then he signed some pieces of paper for the people who were near him at the photo op. I think it was like the fire station uh and then he was done in kenosha uh he's scheduled to meet with law enforcement despite uh some pleas from some wisconsin politicians for him to stay away good luck with that request getting him to stay away during campaign season tremendous speaking of lake charles a confederate statue was voted to remain up 10 uh to 5 by the city council earlier this year but during hurricane laura it was toppled by the hurricane yeah. and no then voted one to zero by god to remove it all right. No, no word off. They're going to put that up yet. Marvelous. New, new, new technology <laughs> expert uh, export rules uh, in China may jeopardize the TikTok deal altogether. Uh, Microsoft, Walmart and Oracle and others are all vying to buy the app from ByteDance, the, the Chinese company. But the CCP, the Communist Party of China, will now be more tightly involved with the sale than, than before because of these new technology export rules that they're putting into place potentially jeopardizing a deal from getting done. So look at the shoulders on this next story. India is now the epicenter of the coronavirus, taking the distinction away from the U.S., and that's a good thing for Trump because of how well his personalized fireworks at the end of the RNC went over with everybody, including the protesters. So everybody in the packed crowd, the protesters, who later viciously harassed the RNC guests who were leaving the packed crowd uh, later that night, all took a break from whatever they were doing to watch the phenomenal fireworks display that clearly popped with Trump 2020 twice in the middle of the display. Uh, yeah, it was really just a really good fireworks display. Those yeah. must have been put up, put on by um, Hard Factor guest Gucci, right? I hope so. I hope I think fireworks so. by Gucci. Absolutely unbelievable. Finally, Trump sound uh, sound bites from the campaign trail. Here's what he's got going. The volume has been turned up quite a bit on Sleepy Joe. He says, Sleepy Joe, coming out, he said, what, in 10 days? That's a long 10 days. That's like an eternity in Trumpville. He's much better off where he is, referring to Joe, <laughs> who, uh, you know, is he is he not flying? Trump also said, these are all quotes from in front of a jet while he was campaigning, he said, I believe I have the honor of running against the worst candidate ever put up by the Democratic Party. How do you get worse? <laughs> so he's just full 10 out of 10 on the attack for Biden. Uh, and Biden's camp still silent on the response plan as of yet, but says that he will now be traveling for the remainder of the campaign. And let's check out those predicted Trump, odds. Yeah, Trump's acting like that sheep with his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is Trump probably not a big U.S. history guy, so he might be legitimately asking, uh, how do you put up a worse candidate? And, you know, I'm sure there's an answer, but. Yeah, Dukakis, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. taking, it, taking it over to predict it. Uh, we got Trump closing the gap, 47 cents to Biden's 55 cents. That was like 63 to 38 just two weeks ago. Um, and, uh, you know, basically, uh, you got the, the gap closing. That's either a good time to, to double down on Biden. If you think he is going to, going to sail, uh, through the election, or, uh, if you think Trump's actually going to overtake Biden, get it while it's still a coin flip. 
Uh, and again, go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Uh, use that specific URL to get your first 20 bucks matched on us in the stock market of politics. Oh, can you imagine that market on election day? How much action is going to be happening on that market? Oh, it'll be well, the biggest ever. ever. It's going to get, t- I think it's going to be tight down to the wire. Like that's you know, what in terms I'm saying. So it's going to be volume. So trading. there's live volume trading up the wazoo <laughs> you know what I mean? on that market. Whew. Yeah. Get in on it now. I mean, you can a lot of what's happening right now too. You can ride these waves. You can buy in states where you know that that Trump or Biden is going to rise in the next few days, or, or drop, and then make money on that stock and then dump it if you're not confident in the overall election. I mean, a lot of money to be made in that ride market. The, right, ride right the now. flips yep. because I think it's going to be so close. Any candidate under fifty cents is good for now, and then if it flips, you know, sell it for profit and buy the candidate that's under fifty, and then keep keep doing it. Um, that's how you can make some good money. Flipping yeah. forever. All those states, too. All right. Uh, this next one comes from uh, Tank Barstool. And uh, thank you so, so much, Tank, for this. Um, and I got to say, this is just magnificent. So, guys, 54-year-old Richard Stamp of London had one of the worst things that can happen to a man happen to him. Um, he lost his fucking penis. Um, oh. Yeah. Lost his penis. The poor bastard was diagnosed with, I guess, penis cancer. Back in uh, 2018. What? That's the terrible. worst kind. The worst. Yes. All right. Well, I guess he doesn't kill existed. you. But, yeah. Why no, doesn't no. the guy fucking his mom get this disease? <laughs> exactly, right? No shit. Um, so the poor bastard was diagnosed back in 2018 and decided to have his penis amputated in order to keep living, which is a tough decision right there. Um, he <laughs> discovered. Yeah, it's a coin flip. He discovered a lump on his penis while traveling in Cambodia. Um, I bet that happens a lot, actually. And when it got bad enough, he went to an Australian doctor, Dr. Cox. I shit you not. Um, who? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Cox saw saw old Dick Dick Stamp. Um, so um, uh, he told the man, uh, Dr. Cox told told Richard, um, quote, uh, Cox going to have to come off. So, uh, of course, that diagnosis, um, the, the poor bat to that diagnosis, the poor bastard said everything was spinning around. Um, that was the worst no moment shit. in my life. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. You just, hear- we'll have to we're going to have to cut your penis off. Did I but- hear you correctly? Faints. Exactly. <laughs> so the pain kept getting worse and wisely. He sought a second opinion, uh, but the prognosis was still the same. He could not even have sex um, without his cancerous penis hurting him. Oh, Quote, Quote, uh, these are all from this article. I'm really angry. I let it get that far. I feel a complete fool. I could kick myself because I could have saved it. Um, oh, yeah. he had kind of early prevention would have, would have oh, saved his penis? Possibly. Yeah. Oh, um, no. You don't want to, oh, no. You don't want to live with that mentality. Hey, another, that's, we'll get back to that prevention. Like Pat was saying earlier, you scan yourself. Right. So before the life-altering operation, Richard said, quote, I remember before the operation thinking, I'm going to run away. Uh, then the realization is, uh, where am I going to run to? If I don't do this, I'm going to die. Uh, maybe it sounds crazy if you're not a bloke, but living without a penis makes you question who you are. Oh, no, that doesn't sound crazy at all, Richard. Um, yeah, to make matters worse, after stuff, the operation, yeah. his partner Angie, who he had been with for two years prior to the operation, decided that dating a man without a penis was just a oh, bit too no. much for her. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what happens, you know. You lose your penis, you're going to lose your relationship. Fuck yes. you, Angie. Yep. Right. So I mean, she left. she's supposed to wait around for you know. I mean, however he long. could he could get like a strap on or like she could get a vibrator. Like really, 
Well, so Stamp, All right. Stamp said, yeah, Stamp said that he can still orgasm and has found a new partner. The details, thank God, of how uh, she, he, he accomplishes that miracle were not revealed. He just, um, he just, he just rubs yeah. his stump and, and come the on. ooze comes no, out. No, 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 no. Keep moving. Yeah. You, become a, you become like Sting where you can just it's like come a on sneeze. command. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I, it's it's crazy. I, and I want to be mean, but it's a miracle he found a woman when he had a penis. If you were to, in a, if, if, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if you were in a lineup and you had to pick the guy down on his luck without a penis, your eyes would just dart to Richard Stamp. I mean, look at this guy. He's uh, stop he's kicking not exact, him while he's yeah. down, man. <laughs> you look at this guy. Photo, yeah. You look at this guy. And you're like, what's wrong with him? He's acting like he's got no penis. Yeah. He's like, well, oh, he actually, doesn't have one. Oh, shit. <laughs> Right. Uh, but now his luck is changing and he's searching Dr. for a new Cox. cock. Yeah, Dr. Cox changed his life. Um, so he's looking for a, a new cock he can actually fuck with. And there's actually like a documentary nice. on this. You can, uh, uh, you can watch it. There's a YouTube, the YouTube clip on the New York Post article. Dick Stamp is back in I think you were on, you you weren't on the show yeah. when, we, when we covered this yeah. story, Wes. But we covered a story a while back where a guy was growing a penis on his arm. Uh, they, yeah, why oh, didn't they God. do that? Yeah. That, well, was like, that was like two weeks ago. He's taking a different route. Um, yeah, he's just buying whatever dick he wants, which is well, kind of cool. See, so he's searching for a new cock he can actually fuck with, and he's he's arrived at the great conclusion he's going to have a, a phalastoplasty or a phalloplasty by installing a fake penis equipped with like an on-demand erection pump, then covering that fake penis with skin that will be grafted from his ass and arm. It's basically uh, the, the same thing as the arm guy. Yeah, but this this is like it's going to be like a mechanical mechanic uh, like the other guy needed a pump skin. too, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to take thirty nine hours of surgery. Um, oh, that's that's oh, a tough. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, thirty of it is the right. surgery team coming to terms with what they're about to do, and then nine yeah, hours of actual right. surgery. Thirty of it's the surgery Damn. team taking pictures uh, yeah. and sending it to their to their family. Um, yeah. I would have probably passed on the documentary if I was this guy. Uh, yeah, for it's sure. I think he was looking for, sure. for help. Um, so he was at, you know, he was obviously at the, at a rock bottom. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you're just, you're putting it all out there. You're not, you're rats. not, you got nothing to hide if you're going no. for, you got nothing to hide. So, yeah. I mean, you can't, I mean, I, I literally can't complain about anything ever again. It's always, well, I went blind, but at least I'm not, you right. know, Richard Stamp yeah. and so on. <laughs> Could um, so Stamp. <laughs> his parting message to men everywhere was this. Uh, so the message to every man watching this documentary, if there's something, if there's something up, Get it checked. If you've got a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, hopefully you'll be able to talk to them. If you're on your own, talk to a friend. The main thing is you must talk to someone. Don't stick your head in the sand like I did. And I, uh, mm. you know, I really, I, I, we should try to get this guy for the pod. Wise words. Uh, and Richard also, Stamp, don't, you got to listen to him. Yeah. And don't yeah. date Angie. Don't date right. Angie. She'll, she'll leave you if you lose your penis. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. There's something in there the- about, you know, the pe- <laughs> you know, the people that really love you for who you are. You know, you find that out when you lose your penis. Oh man, I mean that's tough on Angie. Like I feel like, she's like no, dude. I mean, Angie, in her next relationship, no, like, I only have that. one rule: don't she didn't lose sign your penis. Up. She didn't that's sign up for that. That's oh fuck that shit, man! You don't sign up for like terrible things to happen to people you love. That's what love is. You stick. What a bitch. Okay, yeah, it's, it's tough on somebody if they lose their right. reproductive organs. It's a tough situation. Right. It's a tough situation <laughs> for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad Richard Stamps back on top. They weren't yeah. married. They were only dating for two years. Shopping is new. <laughs> yeah. All right. And that's going to do for him. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. If you type Richard Stamp, man without penis, you'll find the uh, video. The, maybe we'll get him on. We'll try to reach out to him. Uh, and that's going to do for oh, Heart yeah. Factor. He'll come yeah. on for sure after this. <laughs> <laughs>
That's going to do it for Hard Factor. Be sure to turn tune into uh, uh, Barstool XM 85 this morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. We mm. got Cousin Mike on there. He's got some opinions about uh We'll get election. Mike on the pod, too, eventually. But this one yeah. had to be on radio the first time because it was continuing a discussion from radio. So Yeah, absolutely. Your stickers will be mailing out this coming week. So thank you for being patient with that. Um, so uh, we'll let you know when those go out. We got our weight loss competition starting when? Tomorrow we weigh in? Today. We got to weigh, weigh in by noon today at Monday. Noon, and then you can get you, okay. noon local time or noon Pacific? Because what has Noon that? local time. Your noon, I think, is fair. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. That works. All right, cool. Um, thank you again for listening. Have a great fucking day. I fight the world, I fight you, I fight myself, I fight God, just tell me how many burdens left. I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept, I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorsteps. Life in living hell, puddles of blood in the street, shooters on top of the building, government aid ain't relief. Earthquake, the body drop, the ground breaks, the poor run with smoke lungs and scar face. Who need a hero? Hero. You need a hero, look in the mirror, there go your hero Who on the front lines at ground zero? Hero My heart don't skip a beat even when hard times bumps the needle Mass destruction and mass corruption, the souls are suffering men Clutching on deaf ears again, rapture is coming It's all prophecy and if I gotta be sacrificed for the great